Oh my god. How cool. I love that. So exciting. Wow. Hi, I'm Pip and this is Jumbled Loves a Chat. Amazing. Love that it. Is stunning. That is like so flipping true. Let's come and get your coffee. <laughs> Cheers to that. Today's guest is stylish, sweet, and driven. She's been very busy of late, finding love in the bush, relocating to a farm during one of our country's worst ever droughts, and then working on making her side hustle into her full-time gig. She now makes and sells the most gorgeous pearl earrings that are adorning the ears of models, movie stars, brides, and all of us beauties here at Jumbled. A very, very big and warm welcome to Emily Burton of Peggy and Twig. Thank you for Hello. joining us. <laughs> Thank you. This is very exciting. Yes, yeah, I am. I'm sitting here in my uh, the room where I make all of the pearls. I don't know whether to call it a studio. I think studio sta- sounds more fancy than a room. I know, but I sound like an, I feel like an imposter when I say studio. No, I think studio. You need to put a sign on that door. Yeah. A studio. Yeah. No one needs to know. No one needs to know. But you know what? Congrats on quitting teaching. You're killing it. I'm so proud of you. It's amazing. Thank you, Pip. It was, um, yeah, it was something that it, I was working all day with the kids. I was teaching kindy in Orange and then I was coming home and... Um, and Were you travelling back every night? No, no, no. So I was living in Orange, okay. yeah. But okay. I would... Um, yeah, and then I would um, start with the jewellery at night and it, I just got a little bit tired and it wasn't sustainable. No. Uh, yeah, so it's no. nice to be doing this full time now. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when you were just a baby at uni and we were selling your um, polymer clay little colourful earrings way back, way back then, but you still had, it was called Peggy and Twig then as well. It was. Yeah, it was. That was, um, yeah, you were one of my first stockists. I just walked in with some, you were in the um, little shop that you'd walk up the, walk up the yeah, funny little um I've been in lots of yeah. little shops but yeah it was one of my that faves that little one yeah. well we better we better start with um yeah. what is Peggy and Twig for those listeners who don't know okay so Peggy and Twig is look it's really evolved over the years but mm-hmm. in, as of today in the last um well since I came back from a trip or a stay in London last year. It's freshwater pearl and keshi pearl uh, earrings at the moment. Yeah. And I make them with 14 karat gold filled wire and sterling silver. Uh, so that's what I'm doing at the moment and I'm yeah. loving it. But it's really, it really did start a long time ago, about, about 10 years now. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Um, yeah. And I started with, um, remember, do you remember the fabric covered buttons? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I sold those as well too, didn't I? I think I sold you those. Yeah. 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 Um, so 
and I would and and then I made silk necklaces and yeah. and then it went into the clay. Uh, but I'm certainly at home with the pearls now. I feel like that is something I'm settling into, and yeah. I think it'll. Uh, it feels. It feels quite timeless and mm-hmm. um, classic, and I think it. Um, I think it will. It's very popular with for brides. Mm. Well, it's very luminous. A pearl is um, so flattering, isn't it? To wear. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like smiley teeth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm fascinated by business names. So what what's the meaning of Peggy and Twig? Who are they? Yeah, I am asked that all the time. <laughs> uh, there is no there are there is <laughs> it's just one, it's me. And yes. um, but no, there are two names, and you know, I when I first began just making things and selling things to friends at uni, and then I got a business card because I got I started doing markets and a, and I had a few stockists. Um, I named it Emily M Burton, and because I didn't know what else to name it, yeah. and then I didn't like being self named, yeah. so I actually um, loved all of the Sassambai dresses at that time 10 years ago with the Vs and the, and the sequins. And yes, the I own some of those. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I used to, you know, buy a few and I got a few on eBay as well. And um, I loved Sass and Buy, the two names with the, the end in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I just sort of threw around some names and it just there's no significance to a pip. It's yeah, just I like yeah. the sound of it. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I like that there's no reason. That's cool. Just yeah, interested. Yeah. I just find that really interesting. Okay, so then we need to go, like, back to the beginning. And um, where are you from? I don't even think I know that myself. What was your childhood like? Yeah, so I, uh, I grew up on a farm between, a small farm between, uh, Bathurst and Oberon. Oh, okay. So, it's called O'Connell. Yeah. It's near Mayfield Garden. A lot of people know Mayfield. Mm, I uh, went there like a couple of weekends ago. Went to the yeah, O'Connell pub. Yeah. Ate in the oh, parlour yeah. room. I worked there. Did you? Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, from about 16 and then I went into the bar when I was 18. But, yeah. Um, so I grew up there and I'm the sixth generation on my on our family farm. So it's a special place and, um, yeah, that's where I grew up. And is your family all still there? Yeah, mum and dad are still there. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so it's um, my brother James and mum and dad, yeah, we were there. So it was a lovely childhood. We I moved there when I, well, we, we built, mum and dad built the house when I was about uh, nine. We yeah, moved out there. Ten, yeah. So we lived in Bathurst before then, but it was a lovely childhood, and I was always making things and playing shops and selling everything in the pantry to my family. Oh, so, isn't that funny? Um, it's just funny in you. And then when you're yeah. at school, did you do creative things, or because you ended up teaching, obviously? But um, yes. uh, look, I I did uh, at school. I did drama. You weren't yeah. at my school, you weren't able to have many creative things on the one line. So, oh. Yeah, I, I did drama at school. That was my creative thing at school. Uh, 
yeah, so that's what I, we weren't able to do too many creative subjects on the one line. And look, to be honest, I would never have done music. Uh, no, but <laughs> so what about art? Yeah, still we weren't able to do art and drama on the one on that's... the one line as they were. So yeah, but that was that was fine. I was happy at school, just you know, moving through. And I had the creative things happening outside. I would outside of school, so I would you know um, make things and all the, the all of those sorts of things. So um, yeah, that's lovely. So then you left school and you went and studied mm. teaching. Well. I tried a few things before I got into teaching. I uh, went to Sydney and, and for six months and did uh, sport management of all things oh, in Manly. Are you kidding? Oh my god! <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. It's just funny. I, don't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I really didn't. So, um, and then that didn't really do it for me. So I came back home and worked for a little while. And then the next year I went to Armadale. Okay. Yeah, and um, I started communications yes. for one year. Like but you would have learned a lot from that one for yes. what you're doing now. Well, to be honest, it was sort of like my, what they call, you know, a fresher year at uni. So it was really just a lot of partying. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fresher, like a, re, a refresher in um, skills and stuff, but no. Fresher, yeah. right? You know, went so you didn't and then take much away from that, probably. <laughs> probably not. And then, but you know, meanwhile, I was starting to make my earrings and things like that. And then, uh, the following, well, during that first year at UNE, my really good friend was doing teaching. Yeah. And I thought the things she was doing was were quite interesting. So I decided the following year to, to transfer over to teaching. And that was really good. And I really enjoy the pracs and the things like that. But the best part about teaching uh, was there wasn't a lot of class. And so I was able to make <laughs> lots of things in my, in my you know, uh, college room. And then I started uh, doing markets. Yeah. Um, and so I did my things at markets. And then I had that sort of grew and... I had 14 stockers between there and, and Bathurst, so yeah. I would just choose those. And, yeah, so it was a fun time. It was fun. And um, I sort of always had in the back of my mind that teaching would be a great job where, I, you know, I could pick it up everywhere. I, I knew that I'd be able to go overseas if I wanted to, which I eventually did last year and teach over there, and as well as having this creative outlet where, um, I'd be able to do that as well. So that was always in the back of my mind. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. So then, so you're in Orange and you're teaching and you're making pearl earrings and stuff. Yeah. And you met a farmer and you fell in yeah. love and you moved from Orange, which is in the country, to even somewhere more country. What was yeah. like the transition like? And you moved when it was a pretty terrible drought. What was the transition mm -hmm. like moving? Moving for love. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'd been, I'd been driving out. So now that I'm between Trini and Nevertar, on my partner George's mixed farming property that he runs with his family. So that's really lovely. But, yeah, you're right. I did move out in the 
in the really tricky part of the drought. And, you know, in saying that, I'd been driving out for about four, four-ish years. Yeah. Um, well, then, so um, when I met George, it was a very wet year of 2016 and we, I actually couldn't drive up the driveway. It was that wet. Oh, So wow. I had to be picked okay. up <laughs> to go up to the house. And then it flipped and there was this, you know, a dreadful drought, as we know, and when I um, took a year of unpaid leave last year to go to London yeah. for part of the year and do a bit of teaching and travelling, I moved out here just, you know, around that. And, yeah, there were dust storms and, think, you mm. know, turned black. Yeah. So it was, it's been lovely. There's been tricky um, things in terms of dust storms. Mm. Can you explain to everyone, you know, that, hasn't experienced before but what's what's the drought like what's it like for a community for a business for you guys um what's it like look drought it is not fun from my point of view the dust storms were horrific and we live in a relatively new house so i can't imagine the old wooden you know weatherboard homes it gets in everywhere Um, doesn't it in everywhere and so for me, the dust was just out of control. I feel like, in, you know, over the four-ish years that I've known George and have been coming out here, I've seen, you know, opposite ends of the scale. In 2016, I would have to be picked up at the gate because it was so wet and I yeah. couldn't get out the driveway. Yeah. And then when I moved out here at the beginning of my year of unpaid leave from Kinross, I was, it was so dusty (laughs) and um i was actually that part of me was looking forward to going to london just sort of to get away from the dust knowing that george was going over and um and then you know you come right now i'm looking out the window and it is so green and the wheat is so high and looking so good so i think even though there were many hard years of drought yeah, uh, and so many people were affected. You look at it now, and it's just beautiful. Mm. It's amazing how it can just turn it on a dime with some rain um, and some good decisions. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like drought. You can, um, like, how I'd best explain it to people is that you could imagine that you work the whole year in your job, whether you're a teacher or a um, doctor or whatever you are, and you work your absolute butt off. But on the final day, on the 365th day, it's decided whether you get paid or not. And, like, you just may not get paid. And you just go, oh, it's just crazy that, you know, a lot is riding on Mother Nature, isn't it? There's something so vital to your business that's riding on that. It's, yeah. Yeah. So is yeah. the drought, the drought's officially broken out your way? Or it, does it break? Do you say that? I don't even know if you say that. It looks good. I mean, it looks like it has, it, it looks green and, and beautiful. I think it will take a while to come mm. back from the years of, of um, you know, no, no production really. Mm. Yeah, um, true. So Buy From the Bush was an amazing initiative started by Grace Brennan, who we've also interviewed on Jumbled Loves a Chat. And the campaign was all about like showcasing the bush and 
and it really was so powerful, wasn't it, in empowering local communities. And you were featured on Buy From The Bush and how, how did that change things for you and your business? Oh, Pip, it just exploded. It yeah. was, really was so empowering. It just catapulted. And I was, I was featured very early on. Um, I'll never forget it. It was the 23rd of October. Yeah. And uh, it, it was just, um, I was featured and it was 60 orders within the first hour. Amazing. Um, yeah. And um, just the goodwill that came from it and the community that built and is still there, um, you know, it was a wonderful opportunity and so much came from it. Mm. Uh, and now it's interesting, a lot of my new customers don't know me from Buy From The Bush. Yeah, so it's, okay. I've, it's really transitioned where I, I, I took that lovely opportunity. It was amazing. Mm. And now I've channeled it. So, yeah, it's, um, it, it was wonderful. It was really good. Mm. And the market in Martin Place. In was Sydney, that amazing? Yeah, it was really cool. It was great. Uh, and so many people came up to me and said, oh, I know you and I, I, I followed you. And it was lovely to see customers face-to-face because you, when, I, when you're totally online like I am, it's, you don't have that interaction. Mm. Um, yeah, so it, was, it has been amazing. Yeah, it's it's um, and when we were talking to Grace, like I was just saying that um, it's so cool that one thing can change people's lives, like totally, just like change your business, change your life, change your community. Like one tiny little thing has, yeah, like so many offshoots of loveliness. Well, I see that was see that was last year, and I was still in my year of unpaid leave. And so I was looking at going back to work in Orange and that was always the plan and that is what I did do. But I was, you know, up until Christmas I had financially I had made my salary in that time and I thought this will die off off, so I need to go back to work and, you know, this is just people will get over the pearls. Uh, and so I went back and it kept going. And so just that leverage of Buy From The Bush um, was just incredible. And, okay. you know, it, it meant that all of that injection of, of money meant that all of these businesses could then invest it back into the community. Mm, so mm. I would go to the studio, um, you know, where Lottie Ray, you're featuring her art at the moment. Yes, yeah. And, you know, and buy little things in there. So, and, you know, so it just, it was beautiful. It was full circle. Was and then great. the post office is busy and the coffee shop's busy and, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was really amazing. Um, so you then gave up teaching. What was it like to go from a job with structure and colleagues to just, like, totally flying solo? Mm-hmm. Well, I've only been in that space for three weeks now. <laughs> and and uh, I've just been flying by the seat of my pants, catching up 
so while I was teaching in the last six months, we had uh, remote learning. Yeah. So there were different things that happened um, that pulled me away from the business. So the the last sort of three weeks, I've just been catching up with my bookwork and um, yeah. making all the lovely pre-orders. So I don't think. I am experiencing it at the moment as it will be. I certainly hope not because I thought that there would be more balance. There's not yeah. a great deal of balance at the moment. Um, and so now I'm, in terms of not having the interaction with people and just working for myself, uh, I'm finding it okay because I'm, as I said, I'm catching up on things, I'm playing podcasts, yeah. uh, but then I'm also looking to surround myself with people who can just enhance what I do. Yeah. So finding pe- great graphic designers, you know, and marketing people. Uh, and there's some great, great people out your way as well. So many yeah, amazing I, women in particular doing amazing things. For sure. So, and I have some wonderful mentors out here as well in business. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, it's it's different, but it's a relief to be uh, um, away from teaching because yeah. I can now focus and do this well mm. uh, and invest all of the time I can. Yeah, it's really good. And so what do you see are the advantages or and the disadvantages of running a business regionally from the bush? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I... The advantages um, of running a business from where I am, uh, you know, I've got some great people around me. I've got a great community. There's lots yeah. of small business owners out here and we all bounce off each other. Uh, and there's just a lot of clarity to live in here as well. Mm, yeah. uh, and, you know, I'm not far from places I want to be. So, I, you know, I can duck down to Orange. It's two and a half hours. I can go to Dubbo. It's an hour and ten. Yeah. I don't feel isolated. Yeah. I think uh, there's some great, uh, so, you know, people in Dubbo, like the exchange in Dubbo is an amazing uh, co-working space. Yes, yeah, by Jill Kilby. It's very inspiring, um, really amazing. So they're the advantages. The disadvantages, uh, I I can't think of any at the moment. Oh, probably... Yeah, interestingly, the post office in Changi tell me that uh, we express post won't, we aren't in the circulation, but mm. I haven't tested it. Oh, so, oh there um, you go. Yeah, so look, and I think because of COVID-19, Oz Post has been tricky anyway. Yes, um, yeah, yes. But look, um, it's okay. Yeah, it's, I really don't. I can't think of any disadvantages. Mm. Pen had that, well, that's good. That's you I don't have to have any. That's good. <laughs> what What gives you the most joy with Peggy and Twig? I love the feedback. Mm. I'm really lucky that I haven't had haven't experienced any negativity. Go and you. I, and I expect to. I expect to. But even when there's there's been something like maybe something's happened with an earring. The way customers approach me is is lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think hearing from 
people who are wearing my earrings. Even probably seeing the pictures, like when those bride yeah. bridal pictures come through. Oh my god, so beautiful. I also just like sitting down and think and making something new. Yeah. Uh, I think, yes, that's great. You know, I, I would wear that. So how do you come up with new designs? Uh, just playing around, Pip. I don't really, i just playing around and looking at what I've got and it's really about what I would wear. Mm. You were just like, showing me before we started recording two new designs that you've just created and you let Jess name them. And what did she name yeah. it? I'm surprised she didn't call it Jestiny. Nina. 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 Why'd she yeah. call it Nina? Well, because she's, she told me she's watching Offspring at the oh. moment, everyone. And I love Offspring of too. Of course. And, I can imagine Nina wearing those as well. So. And there's two sizes of Nina. There's a large and yeah. a small. So. Um, and they're a bit like the Harriet earrings, which everyone's been emailing about. So that's exciting. That's good. And you've been featured a lot lately in, um, yeah, I keep seeing you everywhere, Country Style, In Style, Grazier and Vogue. How have you done this? How can we make this all happen for ourselves as well? Oh, <laughs> it's amazing what pops up in your email. Yeah. And then you read um you read who they are and you just think, really? And I, there's a few times I thought it was a scam and I've had to Google the people um, <laughs> just to make sure. Um, yeah. But this is, it's, it's um, I'm, I feel really fortunate that it's come yeah. my way. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, it, I really, I just, I'm on Instagram and I think the people who have, the brand developers that have emailed me have seen what I do and mm. sent through an email. So that's been really lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your Instagram's so great. Do you love doing it or do you hate doing it? Or I go through I go through patches. I certainly mm-hmm. don't think it could be much better. I look to you all the time, Pip, because oh. you have so much for me. No. I'm not um, feeling much love for it at the minute <laughs> I go through waves too do you know as soon as I put I at the moment I'm not putting much up there I, sometimes I, I would usually do one a day um but because I'm feeling a little bit inundated at the moment I'm probably doing one every Raining three days yeah because just to make sure because it really does reflect sales as soon yeah. as I put up a pair of earrings they just come in, which is amazing because it's a free platform. It's Isn't incredible. it so incredible? Mm. Yeah, it really is. It's so accessible. And um, I've been enjoying sharing a few things as well, like um, um, Sprinkle and Bake. They have, um, Wayne makes beautiful. Yes. Um, I know Wayne. Yeah. Did you meet her there at the huddle? No, I didn't. But I just I have so many friends on Instagram now and I, I actually probably wouldn't know them if I saw them down the street. But um, That's the weird thing, right? Like that. I know it's odd, but lovely little collaborations have happened like Wayne and myself. 
Um, so I like to share things on Instagram as well, so it's not all me. But I'm still treading that Instagram terrain and I'm not quite sure um, how to go forward with that, but I'm sure a bit of marketing help will help me along the way. Oh, but I think you're doing you're doing a great job, and I think you're telling the story really beautifully of your, like your journey, but also of the bush and the people that inspire you. So no, I think what you're doing is really, really beautiful. What has been your career highlight so far? Oh wow, this so, this is one of them. Oh God, it is. It's all that technical issues that keep them. Um, <laughs> playing uh, that's beautiful I think recently being in country style is is a really big thing for me lots yeah. lots of lovely things have come from that and I've been reading that magazine that's been at home growing up I've been reading it forever so being in there was was really special and it yeah. felt a lovely time when I was finishing work at at school and um and getting into this full time, so that was special. But there's been many highlights. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. So, do you have advice for anyone that might be thinking of turning their side hustle passion project into a full time gig? Mm, I uh, I would say keep your full-time job until you know that it's going to cover your salary or more yeah. <laughs> you know and, and um and you know just take the emotion the emotion out of it and look at the pros and cons and yeah. um yeah i think so that's good advice yeah. i like that i like oh, that well, i'm trying yeah <laughs> Three weeks in. What what does the future look like for Peggy and Twig? Oh, Pip, look, I don't know. I will see. It's all, all ahead, I think. And as soon as, you know, I've spoken about the people around me who are going to, you know, help me in, in yeah. creating that vision. Uh, so look, I don't know, Pip. I don't I think I would like I would like to continue to be in beautiful shops like yours, but not too many. I'd like to keep it special and um, not, you know, for people to travel to beautiful stores and choose their pair of Peggy Pearls. Um, I'd like to evolve my online store so that it's, you know, people can choose earrings, maybe can can visualise it with, I don't know, to, to make it an easier purchase. Yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. I, yeah, and I'd like to do... Um, make the bridal, um, ear, you know, earring purchase a little bit easier as well. So doing more consults and sending earrings out to try and oh, those sorts gosh. of things. So there's, yeah. lots, there's lots there, but we'll see. I'm just, as I said, I'm two weeks in and I'm just kind of treading water and looking at, for people who can support me. That's good. Yeah. I thought of an idea for you. The world is your oyster. Is that what yeah. pearls grow in, an oyster? Or have I just made that up? Yeah, no, that's good. The that's world great. is your oyster. That's my piece one. of advice for you today. Okay, so that brings us to the jumbled mix bag. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> 
Okay, what is the best piece of advice that someone has ever given you? Uh, stay in your own lane. Yeah. And hear you. There's um, there can be quite a bit of distraction, as I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, in small business, just with um, you know, things that happen, and um, just to stay in your own lane, do what you need to do, and get it done. Yeah. I like that. Just be you. Just do you. Yeah. I like that. So, music or podcast while you work? Definitely podcasts. Mm, yeah, I love a good body. Which one are you listening to at the moment? Um, Desert Island Discs. Oh. Have you heard of Desert Island Discs? No. What's, oh, cool. Um, so, they're by, by the um, BBC Radio. Yeah. BBC Four. And. Um, you know, uh, an amazing person is interviewed and also the tracks that they love in their life, the music, and oh. they cast away to a desert island and, you know, theoretically. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, oh, I like it. I'm going to listen to that one next time I'm walking the mm. dog. That's beautiful. Okay. What is your fave thing on a cheese plate? Taramasalata. Taramasalata. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yuck, I'm not coming to your cheese board. Everyone else loves that. Fresh fodder. Yep, love oh, it. Oh, and we love fresh fodder. But, yeah, no, that's yeah. not my favourite one of their dips. But, yeah. So Buy From The Bush have just launched a new initiative, Stay In The Bush. Where would you recommend that we should all stay? Without doubt, the repos or the repos um, in Dubbo. It's beautiful. Oh. It's on Airbnb. Um, Jemima and Bede have sat there in co with another couple who have renovated this little miners' cottage and it's so beautiful in Dubbo. I've seen pictures and it just looks like a magical. They're so clever. Okay, if you could have anyone wear your earrings, dead or alive, who would it be? Mm, tricky. Off the top <laughs> of my head. Maybe Kate Blanchett. Oh, she would look stunning. You know what? That's quite achievable. <laughs> you could you get those to her. Oh, I definitely reckon. So what three items would you take with you if you're on a deserted island? Maybe that little podcast island. <laughs> yes. Tea, definitely oh, tea. Tea. Uh, tea and... Good book, a good book, and third one, uh, my swimmers. Gosh, you're not going to survive very long on that island, but you have you might have a nice five days, but then you're a goner. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Probably teaching. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for chatting to us. And you can buy Emily's earrings from her website or in our store. And she's so amazing. I'm so proud um, to see how you've grown in those 10 years. And your, your, your earrings are so beautiful, like really, really beautiful. So well done to you. And I can't wait to see um, what's next for you. Thank you, Pip. It's been very exciting to be on your podcast. Oh, thank, thank you. So you. My pleasure.
Hey, thank you so much for listening and sharing a glass of bubbles with us. Please subscribe if you want to hear more and share it with all your kick-ass businesswomen friends. So until next time, stay fabulous.